Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode number 35 of Riffs on Tap. I'm your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. And... Brock is back. Brock is back. There you go. Yes, Good alliteration back. there. BB. Brock back. Um, how y'all doing today? Great. Yeah, not too bad. I'm, I actually got energy again after, you know, dying this whole past week. Dude, yeah, you've been... Uh, you were sick, and then... Um, you, you were sick last week. That's yeah. why you weren't here. Um, you're resting. And then, uh, yeah, you just had a busy, busy, busy yeah. past few days. And then was in the hospital this weekend, too, for being sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I, for a second, there, I was like, I don't remember that. Like, are you okay? And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You told me about that, yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, yo, so this week, uh, was at HEB, was perusing the beer aisle, and I was trying to decide what are we going to get today. I do appreciate we've been doing a lot of craft local stuff. Uh, as of lately, but I went back to an old favorite brewery of ours, uh, St. Arnold uh, out of Houston, uh, very similar to um, Carbach. Uh, always got some seasonal beers, always got a good rotation of uh, mainstay beers. And this week we've got the German style Spring Bach. What y'all thinking about so far? I like it. I'm not exactly sure what a fucking spring bock is. Um, uh, we can we can bring it down. Uh, spring, that's the second season after um, <laughs> winter. We don't get spring. I'm a big we bock do. guy in we're, general. We're though. in the middle. We're in the middle of spring. This is not spring. You like Shiner Bock? Bock. I do. That style. I know what a bock is. Ziegenbock is pretty good. Ziegenbock is. It's very strong. Ziegen, uh I'm not a fan of Ziegenbock because they're an Anheuser Busch beer. Uh, you got something against Missouri? Uh, no, it's just like Bud Light, Budweiser. Yeah, you got something selection. against Missouri? Yeah, Missouri beer what sucks. Get over it. Missouri? Anheuser Busch is out of Missouri. It's out of St. Louis, Missouri. PBR, Budweiser, Bud Light. Oh, all, oh, the, PBR sh- all also the shit beer. In- PBR <laughs> is pretty good. PBR is not good. PBR is. is what you get. Like you go to. So if you guys ever been to those barbecue places where they just have the free beer, they have a cooler. Yeah. Where they take one. That's the type of beer you get thrown in the free beer. Thing. I'm glad I... You know, we can start this podcast off by just shitting on I my, mean, I, my home country. I will say, like, PBR is better than the Man, Keystone. The education must not be very good because that's a state. Missouri is a state, not a country. <laughs> no, actually, they're like, they, for the past 10 years, they've ranked 45th or worse uh, in, in education. Dude, we're 49, baby. Texas is not no, great. No, we're always not, we're always like top five. Texas? Yeah. No, no, we're bottom, we're bottom of the list, man. Uh. Yeah, for education? Yeah. Yeah, we're bottom. We're on the bottom. We're like second to worst next to Alabama. Hell yeah. We do not have a good education system in Texas. We, we have got, good colleges. We, we have, yeah, we have good colleges. And we have like pockets of like really, really good school districts and like a lot of cool stuff. But I think because we're so large and we have a lot of these smaller schools, um, it, it on average, we end up not being that great overall. Uh, that's probably what hurts us the most. Well, the last time I looked it up, which was... Eight years ago, probably. Damn, eight years. We were long, we yeah. were like third. Eight years is a long time ago. That was like the yeah. time like Destiny became a game and is now like the like next level video game. In well, the, as I was of right in elementary now, school eight years ago. As of right now, you and me are both wrong. Where are we at? Thirty four. Oh, we're in the middle. That's uh, pretty good. Well, yeah, but we've dropped from when I've looked, and then we've increased. Gotten since better. <laughs> so it's all we're, we're killing. Hey, you guys. know what? We're middle of the pack. I'll you know, take we'll that. Th- yeah, we'll fucking take it. You know. I mean, at least we're still the biggest country in the world. Yes. We Amen that to that. For us. <laughs> because Alaska doesn't exist, and Russia f- is the size of San Antonio. 
Yeah, I love how we continue to just spew perfect facts. Like we don't, we don't. So guys, hey, this is a home, science podcast. We don't have a fact sheet. We're not reading off of. We don't like need a one. list of things. This isn't scripted content here. We're providing the information just straight from our noggins. Yes. You know, it, it's crazy how we can store all this information up there and provide it to y'all on a weekly basis, but we do. I mean, that's we literally started out as a science podcast, and we need to get back to that. You know, we're smart motherfuckers. Dude, yeah. all right, well, let's talk about DMT, guys. You know, yes. tell me about y'all DMT trip this weekend. I want to hear about it. What did y'all see? Did y'all fight God? God found me. Oh, um, dude. Yeah, and then no, you fought I, him, right? I wasn't looking, and he was just like, Sup, bitch? And I was like, ah. <laughs> I was just kicking it with the devil. I mean, yeah. like, he's a cool guy. Well, that's, and he that's gets why a lot of hate. I mean, yeah, that's why I was saying he found me because I usually I was kicking. You, you know, found me <laughs> kicking it with you know good old D over there and fucking. This time I was like, you know what? Let me let me just venture out into the abyss. And God was like, you're mine, bitch. And I was like, ah, okay. So, uh, so okay. To, to clarify, I think we did not take DMT, nor are we going to take DMT. <laughs> Uh, but I've been on like a, a drug kick lately, not doing drugs, but <laughs> learning about drugs. Um, I found out about that show, Hamilton's Pharmacopia. I know I've, I've told y'all too about it um, prior this week. Uh, essentially, it's just a show about this dude who has done a lot of exploration himself with different drugs and now is a docuseries about like different people and how it's affected their lives with certain drugs, how the drugs came to be if they're like synthetic and stuff like PCP. Or if it's like salvia, like how they discover that shit and like, like how do they like use it normally traditionally and how it's become like commercial or what, whatnot. It's a pretty interesting show. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And just and speaking on how, you know, drugs come about, I, I brought it up with you. I think shrooms are the funniest for me, at least like someone was just like, that is a mushroom growing out of cow shit. I want to eat it. It's it's so funny you say that because the episode uh, that I'm currently on or about to start is the Mushrooms in Mexico episode where they discovered psilocybin. Uh, he was – so I guess he uh, – I guess when I watched the episode, it all makes sense. The episode I watched prior to it was about salvia, and he was in this place called um, Wetla. It's spelled H-U-A-T-L-A. Uh, Mexico. Oh, I was going to say, is that in Texas? It sounds like a Texas fucking thing to do. No, spell, no. Spell it completely wrong. It's a small city, uh, like 200 miles outside of Mexico City. And uh, that's where like salvia was kind of originally found and then used in like uh, shaman rituals and stuff. Um, but also that city, he had, was having a hard time finding a shaman to perform like a ritual form because that city is so big on psilocybin, on mushrooms. And so I guess the mushroom culture has now become like what they're known for. But so that episode, I guess, is going to explore that side of it, too. You might as well got two two episodes out of one trip to Mexico. You got to let me know how that goes. Uh, and then speaking of drug like documentaries or whatever, there was one about it was uh, it was on Netflix and it was like an hour and a half long special about acid and had all those celebrities and everything. It even had uh, Princess Leia. What was her name? Uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Fisher. Carrie Fisher on there before she died. Like R.I.P. All of these big name celebrities that are like acid. Yep, we all took it. And you like a lot of them. Like you're looking, you're like, holy shit, you like you do. Yeah. Like, well, acid was huge in like the like seventies and eighties. Well, I'm yeah. saying like there's a lot of like current today like actors and actresses that you would look at and be like, you're a saint. And then you're just like, 
you're hearing their stories when they're on acid and they're like, yeah, I ran down the street naked screaming at people. And I'm like, what? No, that's the thing. So like, yeah, in the 70s, it was just so rampant that it was just something everyone did. And there wasn't like a negative connotation to it. It was just like, oh, you take this and it's a great experience. Hey, that's how we got some of the greatest uh, music of all time. Yeah. Um, But like another drug that was like that, like in the 80s, which I, I learned about from that show was Quaaludes. But those in the eighties were really big, and now they're basically outlawed literally everywhere across the world. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street highlights that. Yeah, big. It, I watched that movie, and I was like, I want some quaaludes. It looks fun. <laughs> uh, after watching his episode, though, the, it, he goes over the drug called Mandrax, which is essentially another company's recreation of quaaludes. Um, and there's a rampant addiction problem in uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, it's a big problem and it's a whole like the episode goes on detail about like just how it is that they make it where they're getting it from how it got started the reasons why it got started it's crazy but you like, said the the government or something like that dished it out to the people to calm like shit down right yeah during the apartheid they were trying to weaponize the drug and that uh there was a scientist who he's the one who was all the blame was put onto him we still don't know today exactly you know, was he to blame? Was it his idea to do this or not? But he was definitely the one who, you know, synthesized the drug. And, and basically he was like, look, if we just calm these people down, if we can weaponize and get this drug on the street and if people are, are, you know, get addicted to it, which they did, maybe it'll calm them down and they won't like rebel. The, the, at the end of the day, Nelson Mandela was free from prison. He led the apartheid movement and everything happened how it happened but the addiction still did exist and a lot of people it's crazy because that drug like they fucking they they smoke it instead of like taking the pill like you normally would and like you get like crazy high for like five minutes and then you're done and then like i think drugs like that are so weird like a five minute bit of enjoyment like but usually with those like people you know they talk about their experience and they're like oh it was like it was a lifetime or you know it, it was hours and hours and hours and they Snap two and they're like, yeah, like DM- it's been 10, 15 minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, like DMT I hear is like a fifteen minute trip, but like it's like one of those like the the way I was first introduced to it was Young Gravy had mentioned that he always does DMT before his meet and greets, and I was like, well, that's kind of weird. That's a very random thing to say, but uh, he described it as it feels like what it's like to die. First off, I don't know how you know that, how that feels like. <laughs> well, for, that doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> Exactly, but so there's a show on YouTube um, at done by Comedy Central. It's called um, Tales from the Trip. They take different comedians, musicians, actors, and stuff, and they t- they tell a story about this is the time I took way too many edibles, or I fucking took all this acid, and they tell like what happened. So they've had like Oliver Tree on there recently. Yeah. Uh, Steve O has multiple episodes because yeah. he has a lot of stories to tell. Um, but yeah, it'll be like stories like that. I was fucking yeah, like I felt like I was dying. I felt like I got there was one guy he was like he took synthetic DMT mm. and he said he felt like he got deleted from the universe. Like he no longer existed and he was gone. He was searching for himself, like, where am I? Like, why did I get deleted? <laughs> and uh yeah, it was like a fucking like ten minute trip and he came to and he was like, What the fuck happened? I was like, I don't know, you're just rolling on his buddy was like, You're just rolling on the ground for a while there. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I'd like to say too is like and you don't even have to like be a proponent or against drugs or whatever, like have any kind of thought process about it. But there's a lot of good like TV shows or documentaries that are about drugs and they're just very interesting to watch. Like yeah. TV show Narcos, you know, that's super literally all about drugs. It's amazing. 
everything and then in narcos mexico like they're all very good ozarks that one's all about drugs very breaking good show. bad yeah breaking bad there's so many good fantastic one just goes to show drugs are good everyone should do drugs you know <laughs> could you imagine I mean, just for like at, at the same time the entire world population was just like boom we're taking drugs I would it have to be the same drug? I don't know. I but think if everyone was on drugs at the same time. To you. I think that's how we get world peace. It's For like just an hour. Every, everyone just gets high. <laughs> <laughs> um Man, you stole my you stole my car. Hey, you know what, man? <laughs> Fuck it, dog. Hey, you, <laughs> you can you, have it back. You nuked me yesterday. Ah, oh, it's okay. No, we're all good. <laughs> well, I just imagine like 420 should be the chillest day ever. It should always be the chillest day ever. It's like everyone should just enjoy, partake. If it's uh, even if you don't do it one time a year, just be like, it's the one day purge style where it's like everyone like this is a national thing. Like everyone yeah. on 420, you're lighting up. Yeah. Instead of, you know, breaking laws and murdering and everything. It's legal See, for one day, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think a purge would be fun. Like a legit purge. But I think that would be fun. I, I think I Rick and Morty that. explored it very well about <laughs> how, why a purge is not a good idea. Oh, fuck that. No. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying I think it would be kind of fun. And I think you would honestly see the real true nature of people. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I would never. And then and then you present them like, hey, no, you're good. It's not illegal. You're not going to get in trouble. No one's going to think badly of you. So many people would change who hey, they are. Hey, Becky, as a remember when your dog shit on my lawn? Yeah. I fucked your dog, <laughs> and now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Um, for me, like if, if there was ever a purge, I'm definitely the hiding under my bed type of person. I'm just like, I just want to get through the day, get through the night. Like I just, no, it's not for me. I want a new truck. Yeah. I, I was saying, I was like, I'd probably go like rob like my first time I'd go to like GameStop or something, something small, you know, but just to get my like feet wet. Be like, GameStop doesn't have money. So during no, the purge games. Uh, yeah. So during the purge, so it's just about ten bucks. It's not just about robbing on the purge, right? And no, like killing people. No, everything, yeah, everything, everything is everything is legal. is legal. So like, I feel like for me, I would do like cyber crimes. I'd be like, I'm gonna download all these movies illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I got them. Like my fast internet. It'd be like some loser shit I come up with. I would smoke in public or something. Like ah, oh, cop, you can't get me. I'm smoking in public. Um, I do like stupid shit like that probably. Yeah. But uh, all crimes are fucking legal, so you can enjoy whichever crime you want to. Yeah. I would still be afraid to go outside, though, like in all honesty. Well, yeah, no, it'd be terrifying. But, you know, again, I want a new truck, so. But didn't they say, like, in the first Purge movie that, like, people that are purging are, like, usually pretty, like, oh, hey, you're purging? Cool. Like, I'll leave you alone type thing. Didn't, wasn't that a thing? Yeah. 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 It's so like it's, how they portrayed in Rick and Morty, the one dude at the lighthouse, and he's like, I don't partake in the purge, but if y'all are purging, if you kill me, just kill me quickly. And I was <laughs> like, oh, all right, sure, fucking. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, most people would have their agendas, right? If they're going to kill someone, they're going to kill a specific person for a specific reason. They're not just going to You have all kill. year to plan that shit out. Yeah. Too. So it's, I don't, I feel like a lot of it's not just random acts of violence. I think a lot of it's very calculated. And that's I what like I'm saying. Crazy. You would find out the true nature of people. I feel yeah. like there are crazy people who are doing random acts of there violence. There are, so. but I'm saying I think I think most people, for most people, would be ca- a calculated thing. Yeah. I'm going to kill this person. I'm going to steal this thing. Then but I'm you done do have purging your, for the night. You do have your one guy that's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, crystal meth is, is legal today. I'm going to do some crystal meth, yeah. buy this shotgun, and then just blow up my neighbor. Oh. But yeah, you know, what are the odds of that happening? Wait, is crystal meth legal? Illegal? Yeah. I've been doing crystal meth for so fucking long now. Dude, well, it's only illegal if you get caught. That's true. So there you go. 
Technically, everything's only illegal if you get caught. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. For the most, yeah. So, um, one of the episodes I watched today was on PCP. I never knew much about PCP. I just was always like, ah, it's a bad drug. Don't do that. It's, it's dangerous. Um, especially because it's completely synthetic and it was like synthesized almost by accident. Like Makes the, you invincible. That's what people say. So they, the people like can Hulk out on PCP. Um, but it was interesting having Hamilton like talk to like different people and being like, why do you do it? You know, what are your experiences of the people who've done it? Like this and that. And just them talking about like, dude, like you got to be in the right mindset. Like with anything, like if you come into it with a bad mindset, yeah, you can go off the fucking wire. You fucking, you just strip down naked and run down the street yeah. or you start like fucking like there was, um, there was apparently a rapper from Texas who was really into PCP. And Beyonce? He had a, <laughs> no, some, some guy I'd never heard of before. I'd never heard of. And, uh, he, um, uh, was on PCP and during K. the trip, it's like you black out. Okay. And so all he remembers was he took it. It wasn't okay. Um, and this happened like in the nineties. Um, or I think in the eighties actually. Um, and uh, all I remember is he woke up and he was like in jail and he was like, what the fuck happened? And he was like, dude, like you were walking the street and like you were eating your friend. Like you literally were consuming their flesh. And he was like, Inky. what the fuck? And yeah, like he like absolutely blacked out and didn't realize yeah, he was eating someone. So I'm guessing he went to jail. Oh, uh, yes, he did. Okay. There was another rapper I learned about called Christ Bearer. They talked to him like on the episode. Um he apparently was on such a PCP trip. He jumped off a two-story building and was like, he didn't feel like he was hurt. So he was like, oh, dude, I'm invincible. Fucking this is a cartoon. Because <laughs> he was watching cartoons. So he was like, oh, I must be in the cartoon now. Like, yeah. oh, this is it. So for whatever reason, he cuts off his dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just now how he's known now. He's just, that's Christ bear. That's the dude that cut off his dick on PCP. And he's so, got He's got to rename himself. There's so many names out there with, like, <laughs> no dick. Yeah, he's a fucking uh, Dong Gombler 69, baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So, PCP, yeah. Uh, there are some really crazy experiences. But then he also talked to people who were like, there's this old man who, like, he says it helps, like, inspire his art and stuff. And, like, he just, like, likes to be with nature and just fucking take a bunch of PCP and then do art. See, I feel like that's where, like, that gray line comes in where it's like, oh, I take, I, I smoke weed. Because it helps me be artistic. I take mm-hmm. acid because my paintings are really nice. No, I fucking do PCP, bitch. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, and that's the thing about, like, the show I think is really interesting is that, like, one, I really do like the chemistry aspect of it as someone with a chemistry background is that he breaks down, like, how the reactions work, how they affect you physiologically. But also hearing both sides of the story of, like, okay, this drug was it originally intended to be abused or how did it become that way or, like, all the origins about it and give some good stories about it to be like, this isn't all bad, but still, you know, you, yeah. he does frame it as that. Like some of these could be cool to try, like maybe try it once, but others he's like, yeah, don't touch the shit. Like, I mean, I do hair, heroin helps me calm down, you know, helps you sleep. So is heroin or is it heroin or meth that you talk to the shadow people? Uh, <laughs> the shadow people. What uh, the fuck? I think that's <laughs> probably both. Honestly, I think, that, no, I think I think it's meth. No, yeah. So, like, apparently, like, one of the side effects, like, when you're, like, deep into, I think it's meth. And you're, like, deep into meth and you've been taking it for a while and, like, and, like, you're starting to go down that hole. Yeah. You start talking to the shadow people. It's, like, a very common thing amongst I'm gonna have to look the that users. Up, like. I don't think it would be, because heroin usually just makes you fucking slump. Yeah, you, right, like, well, you just kind of, like, pass out into your chair. Yes. But like, 
so I think we did we talk about this last week about yeah I know I've talked to you about it in person about the interview with the heroin addict that YouTube yeah. Uh, series yeah we just talked about last week yeah it's crazy for some people yeah you slump out and you're just, you're just out in a daze um, and then other people it lets them focus it's like their Adderall their their so way to focus and help them clear their mind and stuff so that's why like. I think the the show does a good job of framing is that like a lot of these drugs are still being studied as well as their derivative because if they can find a way to get all the benefits and get rid of all the bad side effects, you know, maybe some of these could actually be valuable, but a lot of them in their current form are just being abused. I'm sure there are some people who receive good benefits from it without the negatives, but for the most part, they're being abused. As long as the military doesn't start, you know, Giving doing, acid to dolphins again? Yeah, doing tests with the drugs again. I think we'll be good as a society. Yeah, it, it, it's just interesting to see, like, you know, that there are researchers taking, like, PCP and making more derivatives to be like, how can we actually make this? Uh, originally, they wanted a alternative to opioids to help, like, during surgeries, like, an, as an anesthetic. And that was the reason why it was originally synthesized, to find a new anesthetic. And so people are still trying to, like, take derivatives from it and, like... Find, still get that original solutions. I just want to see these focus groups oh. that these researchers. Like, all right, this amount makes people eat each other. <laughs> so let's let's dial it down a little bit. Yeah. Oh. As far as like medical shit, I'll just stick with morphine. That shit. Yeah. To, they great. gave it. They gave me a small dose one time in the hospital, and I think it was like an hour or two later. I was like, I grabbed the fucking doctor by his coat, yeah. and I said do you have more morphine? He was like, holy shit. And I was like, and then like I snapped out of it. I was like, holy fuck. I had one small dose yeah. and I just grabbed the doc asking for more. Like, well, that's, that's, that's why, you know, that shit's addictive, but it yeah. felt so good. My whole body was relaxed. I had no pain. I was in there for a heat stroke. I had an ear, nose and throat infection and I had bronchitis. I got morphine. I felt like a million bucks. That's why it became such a problem in like the fifties. Yeah, forties, fifties, right after World War Two. Obviously, you have all, all these those veterans, veterans coming, coming home back who had taken morphine, you know, on the battlefield or whatever. They got shot. They come back and they're like, oh, "This shit's fucking great. Everyone should try it." Well, yeah. and that's the thing too. Like, that was such a big thing back then. That yeah. was so many decades ago. Yeah, and it's. I feel like by now you you've got to come up with something that's better, right? Like you still don't you still don't need to be giving people morphine for shit. That's what they're working on is they're trying to get all of, they're trying to make derivatives to get rid of all the negative parts. They don't want like a dependence on it. They don't want you to get addicted to it. They don't want that. Out. They want you to be like, I'm relaxed and good. And you move on. No one goes, man, I wish I had more uh, anesthesia after their surgery. Yeah. And so because they figured out a way to be like, we, <laughs> we got you to be knocked out. So you're not going to feel the pain while we're doing the surgery. But. The side effect is you're you're asleep, you're unconscious the whole time. There's no other side effects like you want more of it or have a dependence or you no, wake that up. Shit, I over. fucking love anesthesia. Fucking, yeah. I had surgery on my wrist. And they fucking, not, I was, I don't remember that whole fucking day. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fucking. Uh, when I got my wisdom teeth pulled, they gave me laughing fucking gas. Oh my god, that shit was awesome. Yeah, I. I woke up in the middle of the fucking surgery and they had to knock me out more. I was like, oh, this is great. I took videos of it too, like yeah. mid-surgery. I was like, ha. Shit was awesome. But like, yeah, I woke up the next day and I was like, eh, okay. Like that was that. Yeah, so that's one of those things where they've like figured out like, hey, these are the dosages we can give people and like it's not going to cause an issue. You get all the positive benefits without the negatives. 
Um, I've never had surgery at all, so I've never had to go under for any reason, nor have I ever like got had morphine or whatever. I'm gonna try to do, live my life not touching any of those things and just be like, eh. I, don't I know. mean, I didn't have a choice in that matter. They were just like, we're giving you this, and I was like, all right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. I know there is. So you played L.A. Noir, right? The video game. Of course. There's the whole there's a whole um, chapter on the morphine crisis. That's literally what I was picturing the whole time I was talking about. Morphine. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's such a good, it's such a good one. Uh, it's a great game. They need to remaster that bitch. They did. It is. They did. Why yeah, oh it's on God. everything. It's on the yeah. Switch now. Are you serious? Yeah, I have it on PC. It's, it's like I you can know. get it for like five dollars. Have it on my PlayStation. What? Yeah. How was I out of the loop on this? That was like one of my favorite games growing up. Well, I don't know. I followed it really closely because I always wanted a sequel to it. But the team, Team Bondi, the developers for it, they went under. And then Rockstar was like, we have the rights for it. And then eventually, I guess there was enough, you know, people wanting it. So they were like, fine, we'll remaster it, I guess. And they Dude, I, I played through that game so many times that I, I ended up getting the trophy where it's like, I don't know if you get a certain percentage or you have to answer so many questions correct but like there's like a trophy for like answering however many questions like correct throughout the entire game it's like 90 yeah. percent like you got them right i played that bitch so much i fucking did it i was like yeah like that game was awesome when it was just such a you don't have a lot of games that are from the perspective of law enforcement you have your military games or whatever and then you have all of your like gta's or that other shitty fucking mafia no, it's oh, I was like, are you mafia. calling Mafia shitty? No, it's <laughs> like the the shitty version of GTA. I can't remember what the fucking name. Oh, uh, Saints Row. Saints Row. Yeah, <laughs> those kinds. I'll call of it games. the cartoony version. Yeah. yeah, you have those kinds of games, but there's that's really the only the biggest game I can think of that's from the perspective of law enforcement where you're trying to catch the bad guys. And they gave you that open world feel. Like it obviously it it wasn't GTA level, but you still had it's pretty big. You still had like so many things you could do, and you could still fucking. I mean, you could go and whack a fucking civilian. Yeah. Like, you could still do shit. You know, you'd get in trouble for it. But, yeah. And I, I do appreciate the recreation of L.A. in the game. It's There are parts of it that are pretty on, on point. Others, obviously, because the game, they have to, like, yeah. gamify it a little bit and change some things. But there are a lot of historical monuments that are like, wow, this is actually accurate to where it's supposed to be at. And it looks pretty good. Um, over yeah, man, super fun game. I, I wish I wish we got a sequel. Instead, we got Detective Pikachu. <laughs> you know, God, that's the game we all wanted. Um, but uh, what's it called? Uh, let's get into some music because there's, there's there's some music stuff going on. Um, what have we all been listening to this week? Just a lot of random shit. Uh, I don't think I listen to too much new stuff. Going back to some oldies but goodies. I was listening to some uh, Biggie mm-hmm. today. Nice. Love classic rap. Yeah, I uh, cycled back to Eminem because of his now record that he holds of what is it, a most gold and platinum artist in history. Really, so I cycled back to him, um, and then I was also listening to Charlie Crockett because he is now being played in bars. Yes, really? and that is huge. That is huge. Yeah, we heard him because they in uh, two one of bars. one of his songs came on at. Claude last night. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, fucking. We never heard a Charlie song in a fucking bar. And then we went across the street to the other bar and fucking Charlie song came on. And I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> Finally. Which so, song was it? I can't remember which mm, one. No, I don't okay. uh, the I, I want to deter from the music talk for a second. I feel I was poisoned. I had an experience yesterday. I know I texted y'all about, about yes. it. 
Went to the bar. <laughs> so I'll set the scene. Went to the bar last night. Wasn't planning on going out, but I went out because Noah was in town. Happy to see Noah. He looks great. Uh, hopefully, or actually, I guess a little little teaser here. You may hear from him very soon. Um, so I went out to the bar. I wasn't drinking. I just got my Diet Coke. Had a pizza. I was starving. I was so hungry. Pizza took quite a while to come out. I yeah. don't know. It, it took longer than usual, which is kind of weird. Ordered my usual, the, the meat lover's pizza or whatever. Tasted fantastic. Was eating real slow. Doing great. Bartender comes over and asks me. This is, this is I think this is weird. I don't know. I want to hear y'all's perspective. She said, how are you enjoying that pizza there? And I was like, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you very much. I don't, I've never had anyone at the bar at Claude ask me it, it how might have just because is. It might have been because you were at the bar and I've, everyone I saw there was new. Yeah. So yeah. they might have just been like trying to build a repertoire with the customers. Doing a little customer service yeah. there. you know? Because I didn't recognize anyone there other than Eddie. Yeah. Everyone just needs to know, fuck off. Don't fucking talk to me. Dude, I yeah. walked in and they fucking asked for my card to start a tab. And I was like, do you know who I am? It's like, I don't start a tab. I was like, I just pay for it at the end. Fuck off. And she was, like, and she was like, bar. yeah, she was like, it's okay. I'll give it right back. And I was like, I know. Like, thank you. I was so offended. Learn my fucking name. And I'm so tired of it, too, because this is the second time we're going to have to learn new fucking bartenders. But to be fair, we don't really go there anymore. No, we don't. We're losing our regular status there. Yeah, I, was, I mean, at least Eddie still fucking you know knows us and yeah. loves us, which I think that's the biggest. It was really random. So, uh, so Eddie, one of the owners of the bartender, came up to us and he said the most random thing. Uh, he was like, "Yeah, the guys say because I hadn't been there in a while." I was like, "Yeah, the guys say you've been in Vegas or something." And I was like, "Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. That felt really random." I think he was just trying to make conversation. I mean, okay. to be fair, you were in Vegas a few months ago. <laughs> Was I? So, and yeah. it's probably you. It was probably probably in like November or something. You went with your dad and your brother. That was in May of 2021. That was in May. Shit. That was uh, oh getting close to a year ago. Because I, I remember because it was for my birthday. So I thought that was like two months ago or some shit. God damn, man! No, remember there was a pandemic two years ago. What pandemic? To, to put into perspective, how fast times flying. I don't know if you guys can see behind you. I put it up there because I got it today. I got my three-year anniversary from work, little certificate and thing. I was like, damn, it's been three fucking years since yeah. I started working there. Um, yeah, time's been fucking flying the past few years. Shit, I, I, I can relate to that. When I get on active orders through the military, like especially the deployment, that like time ceases to exist, so I kind of just time travel. So... Like, I'll come back from a deployment, and I'll be like, yeah, do you remember a couple months ago, like, when we did this? And, like, for the first couple months, people were like, dude, that was, like, over a year ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I, f I feel like I turned 21 last year, and I'm about to turn 24. Dude, you're old as shit, man. Holy fuck. Fuck off. <laughs> dude, that means I'm about to turn 23. <laughs> I'm in my Kobe year, almost. And I'm going to I'm gonna have to disown you. i got to find younger friends. That's what uh, no. Alex... My sort of supervisor. That's what he said. He was sort like, of supervisor. Hey, he's a fucking he, supervisor. Yeah. He was like, uh, he's like, anytime one of my friends gets over 40, I dump him. <laughs> he, he's like 40. He, he said 30, but he made 40 an exception because of my brother. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I because yeah. I, I had asked him about your fucking yeah. brother one time, and he was like, well, he's kind of cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Keep in mind, this guy's almost fifty. Yeah, <laughs> he's a—he's just got a—he's got a very young heart, yeah. if you will. 
I don't know. I work. We we have a lot of young guys at work now. Before, like when me and Riley started, we um, it was a mix of ages, some young people, but for the most part, it was mostly older people. Uh, now it's like all young people, and I forget the age difference. It's like they'll be like, "Oh, I'm 19 years old." I'll be like, "Wow, that's crazy." I rem- I was just 19 recently. Yeah. I was like, "No, I was not. That was eight years ago, you yeah. dumbass." Like, um, yeah, it it's crazy. Yeah, just thinking about ages and how t- fast time's been going by. So. But time yeah. is just a illusion. It's a fucking construct, man. It's a construct. <laughs> well, people will time. It will, time it really is, a, is time is a fake holiday created by Hallmark to sell greeting cards. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Plus ten for that one. Thank you. Yeah, I was gonna ask where's that from. Uh, I don't know. There was something. I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, can't fucking remember what it was. It's like one of those. Uh, it sounds like something one of those characters like. Um, it wasn't a time. It was something along those lines of. Yeah. So and so is a fake holiday created by Hallmark to sell a greeting card. I can't fucking remember what it's from though. I know. Yeah. See, I'm thinking that's like something that uh, one, of, one of those like characters that like has a negative attitude towards everything. Like they see through all the bullshit of things. Like I'm trying to give an example of a character like that. I was gonna say Zoe Deschanel from like uh, New Girl, but it'd be no. The friend is the one who has some more of the pessimistic attitude on things. I don't remember all their names. Random question: Whatever happened to that girl from Zoe 101? Oh, uh, Britain or Jamie Lynn Spears? Uh, well, she got pregnant by Dan Schneider, the creator of the show. He's the one with the weird foot fetish. Uh, oh, do, do you know about this? Or do you want me to go into this? Yes, he does. And as as well as Quentin Tarantino, if we're talking about foot fetish. Yeah, Quentin does a foot thing, but like he's pretty normal. Like oh. He puts little nods in there. There's, there's the never movies. a movie where there's not a close-up of a foot. Yeah, but it's little nods. It's not like it's over the top or anything. It's like it's, it's in there. But like Dan Snyder would have like episodes of fucking his shows where their main character putting their feet in their mouth, and I was like, "Why is this thing? Why is Ariana Grande ever fucking feet in her mouth?" Like, so wait, so uh, if he if he fucked her and got her pregnant, then the theory is that she did get so it is she did get pregnant and have a kid. We do not know the father, Jamie. You know, and her family was all said, so-and-so is the father. Yeah, this is the guy she was dating, whatever, whatever. But there are a lot of conspiracies. Now that the child has gotten older, because that happened, what, like 10, 15 years ago? So they're like, wow, this kid really looks just like it could be Dan Snyder's kid. He looks mm. nothing like the dad they say it is. And so Dan people, Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders? No, Dan Snyder, he's the, nice. he's the guy who created, like, Every popular Nickelodeon show you can think of. I, so I, Carly, right. I Carly, Drake and Josh. Yeah. Um, There's two Dan in the world. Yeah. Uh, is it Schneider? Or oh, is it Schneider or Snyder? Uh, you may have to look it up. Dan Snyder is the owner of the Washington. You're thinking of, are you thinking of Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R? Because yeah. this is like Schneider, like S-C-H-E-I-D-E-R. Yes, Schneider. Also, I found out where the Hallmark thing it's Park, oh. Parks and Rec, Ron Swanson. There you go. His birthdays were, uh, birthdays are a scam. They were invented by Hallmark to sell greeting cards. <laughs> there you go. There's the type of pessimistic character I was talking about. I love Ron yeah. Swanson. Like, not pessimistic, but, like, just, like, very, like, down-to-earth real yeah. and, like... He's one um, of the uh, one of the greatest TV sitcom characters of all time. Very, very, very fucking funny. Um, But, yeah, Dan Snyder, he's, like, they've... So they're, they have so many clips and everything being, like... Feet make a more prominent role in a lot of his shows than people remember because as kids growing up, you're watching it's just like, oh, whatever, it's a foot. 
But as an adult looking back, rewatching, go, oh, I want to watch this nostalgia show from my childhood. You pick up on some things that go, wow, this is oddly weird. I always point to the Ariana Grande foot in your mouth thing. Yeah. Because that was so random of a, like, a thing in the show that I never watched the show. But, like, watching the clip in context, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I know, I Carly had a few foot scenes and shit. Yeah. Well, one of them was with Jerry Trainer, wasn't it? Or didn't he stick his foot in his fucking mouth? Is that uh That's the that's Spencer. Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had a fucking foot thing. I don't know about him. I, I, I don't know much about him, honestly. But overall, like that guy's a he's a creep. He's a he's a creep and he's a weirdo. Um you should keep your kids away from him. But I'm a creep. Is he but, is but he, what did he do? Have all these casting calls around the country looking for kids, and it may have involved them showing their feet. <laughs> So behind closed doors, he was even doing fucking weird stuff. Like he's a weird guy. Is, is he guy. producing or no. directing? Uh, Nickelodeon's cut all ties to him. Oh, okay. I was about to say. What, so who's doing the new iCarly? Because apparently the new iCarly remake did so good that there is now a season two coming out. And I'm like, I can't believe anyone fucking watched that because I feel like that's disrespectful. I love iCarly. So I'm gonna look up. Yeah, but uh, the new one looks retarded. You can't say that. It's Cajun. Cajun, damn it. Yeah, I'm curious. So, uh, what Dan Schneider is currently up to to presently exiting. So, on March, uh, on March 26, 2018, Nickelodeon announced that it would not be extending its production deal with Schneider and Schneider's Bakery. In addition, the network also announced that Schneider's company, Game Shakers, would not be renewed for a fourth season. Schneider's remaining Nickelodeon comedy, Henry Danger, would be uh, receiving a fifth season and a new showrunner. Deadline Hollywood, the first to report about Nickelodeon parting ways with Schneider, also reported there were complaints about Schneider's alleged behavior, including his alleged well-documented temperature for years and his tweets showing photos of his young actress's feet. Nickelodeon did not respond to Deadline's report, and Schneider's representative refused to comment on the report. Um, yes, they cut ties in 2018. They were just like, we're not going to renew your shit. Just like, we're just going to move on and not talk about this ever again. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, he's fucking weird, man. He's a weird guy. I feel like a lot of people in those the fucking child acting world are you can't trust ninety percent of them. It's creepy. It's creepy because yeah. like to think about the casting. The casting thing is weird. That you are bringing all these kids in. And you're you're spending all day trying to find this kid that you have a vision for for your character you've written, and it just seems weird to just be dealing with kids all day in such a like a creepy way it's not yeah. like a, you're a teacher and you're oh we're here we're teaching you stuff it's like no, i want you to laugh and i want you to do this they're and do ju- like, they have to judge their attractiveness like it's yeah there's so many do they things. fit their image in their head yeah. or this character and that that even extends into movies uh leon the professional with natalie portman when she's like a kid kid there's a scene in there that's very suggestive that she is trying to fuck uh Oh God, what's Wait, his name? Which movie are you talking about? Because I think Leon the Professional. Oh yeah, the Professional. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, with the uh, the guy from freaking Pink Panther, Jacques Cousteau, or whatever his oh, name. Oh, you're was. talking Steve Martin. Oh, uh, the, no, the original one. one. Oh no, no, the other one. The, the his his part partner, Steve Martin's partner. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know his name. He's though. he's the main actor in Leon the Professional, and there's a scene in there where like it's pretty suggestive that. Natalie Portman's he, little Jean kid. Jacques Cousteau was Steve Martin. Was I that Steve Martin? Yes. Oh, I thought that was his partner. No. I fucked up. Jacques but yeah, she's 14 in that movie, I believe. Yeah, and I'm like, this is really fucking weird because it was very, very suggestive that she was trying to fuck him. And like, I also, I'm curious, just like, what were the parents doing? Because the parents, like, 
had to have read the script and gone, Money. yes, our daughter Natalie would like to audition for this uh, movie. Money. Well, I feel like everything up until that point was more or less semi-normal for a movie like that. And then that scene was just so one-off. It's like she grew, she grew an attraction for him and everything, and it just spiraled. And I was like, what am I watching right now? I was like, yeah. It was like soft softcore shit. I feel like there are a lot of movies that like sex that have sex scenes. Like majority of the time, they're unnecessary. Like yeah. they just don't move the plot forward. Rarely does a sex scene actually have like importance to the actress. Unless story. the actress is hot as shit, and then you have to yeah. by law. <laughs> any any sex scene with Amelia Clark in Game of Thrones was absolutely fucking necessary. It, no matter how <laughs> hardcore it was, and that's why Pornhub has so many clips of it. Yeah. I, I honestly have watched only the first episode of Game of Thrones and like I just didn't stop in the first episode. Yes. Yeah. Fucking college, um, college especially uh, any opportunity that you have to see Margot Robbie naked. Yes. Um, that is legally binding to the contract that she has to be naked in that movie. So I'm gonna segue into I saw a headline today uh, about Amy Schumer. Uh, apparently, she was set to play Barbie in a live action Barbie movie. And uh, then they dropped her, and they they got Margot Robbie. Yeah. Um, that I'm just curious what the hell is going on there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, you you look exactly like Barbie. Oh, maybe wait, they no, were just Margot. going. Maybe they're going for like a parody or a big comedy, and then they were like, "Amy Schumer's hilarious," and then they were like, "Wait a minute, hold on." Oh, this she's is... she's not funny. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, this kind of ruins the movie. Um, also you know attractive. The, the other thing she was in the headlines for was, so Michael Sarah, you know, great, hilarious actor. Very. Uh, very private, apparently. I didn't realize how private he was about, like, his personal life. Yeah. Um, she was the one who, I guess, leaked that he, uh, one, is married, and two, as a kid. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, so, apparently, we don't even know. We, like, uh, the news reports were like, we think this is the girl he's married to, but we only have a first name for her too, and only like one picture. We don't have a last name for her, and it's so, like he's super, super private, like doesn't reveal anything. So she not reveal that he's married, but also the kid. Fuck and I was her. like, man, Damn. what a dick, man! Like, like yeah. he's trying to keep his life private, and like, why are you just like fucking spewing his business yeah. everywhere? It, was that like a blonde moment where she was like, oh my god, yeah, he's married to her and has a kid? No, or was uh, that like an intentional like? It, I'm gonna ruin this guy's life. It was. I want to say it was accidental because what happened was she they had finished shooting a movie and um what's it called um dude just grab the beer you guys are making it seem weird like can can you can you load the dmt pipe next like can you can, can you light it for me like it's just beer guys it makes noise sometimes um what's it called uh apparently she was like trying to be oh like let me give you some advice you know my kid's three or whatever you know things you need to worry about and it's like Whoa, 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 I get you're trying to be nice about like giving some advice, but you also just revealed that he has a kid that he wasn't trying to tell anyone about, trying to just keep it low key, live his life, fucking. And um, so I think she was trying to be like, oh, you know, I remember when I was at when yeah. I had my first kid, it was crazy. And I was like, well, you have a kid? And I was like, Michael Sarah's kid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think there was some good intention, but didn't realize it was going to backfire on her. That's kind of her whole career. I don't know if you guys find Amy Schumer funny. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's like, I think the first time you watch her, it goes, wow, this is pretty funny. This is good. And then you like listen to more of it. And it's like, this is the same joke being repeated like nine yeah. different times. The same with like Carlos Mencia. Yeah. 
yeah like really funny the first time around it was like wow this guy's really funny and then you realize wow he didn't write any of these jokes and it's the same joke over and over again i find uh gabriel iglesias first time i saw him fucking hilarious loved mm-hmm. him went back watched the same special and i was like eh, it's okay i'm so glad y'all brought up guys because i was about to slander half the population right now what i was just about to slander an entire gender wow. of women that are yeah. supposed to be funny but well, I, no, the there, other, the there other are com- some great fucking female comedians. Oh, they're, yeah, no, they're fantastic I'm not, ones. I'm not one of those. I am misogynistic, obviously, but, you know, I, I don't think that women can't be funny. No, there's a stand-up comedian on Netflix that I, I have watched every single one of her specials. She just cracks me up from start to finish. I cannot remember Nicole her name. Nicole Scherzinger. No. Uh, and then what's the Asian one? Uh, Amy, Amy Wong or something like that? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I think she's pretty freaking hilarious, too. Yeah, I, I don't know. What was it that, like, put Amy Schumer on the map? Like, was there, like, a specific bit or something that put her on the map? Probably a leaked nude or some shit. Well, like, I don't know, because, like, there are literally... They're like, whoa, those are supposed to be boobs? <laughs> thought those were tumors. Uh, I think, <laughs> Jesus. I think it was just her first special or something. Probably a joke took off, and then she took off with it. Because, like, yeah, they're legit funny female comedians and I feel like they just don't get the recognition. Well no you're not seeing them pop up on SNL or anything. A lot of the popular female comedians I don't find like I don't think Chelsea Handler's that funny. Um mm, no. what's your face? Uh, Natasha Legero, she's alright. Yes she her moments, but it's just, just the same character and shit over and over again. I feel like it's a lot like Christina Pajitsky, uh, Tom Segura's wife, she's fucking hilarious, but she gets no respect in the comedy game. For whatever fucking reason. It does kind of suck. I, I I know that in... I have like a EDM or a music um, analogy to that one. There's a dubstep producer who kind of blew up in the past couple of years. His name is Subtronics. And um, his shit was really fire. But he happened to also be dating this girl. Uh, she goes by the name Level Up. And uh, people were like, oh, like... Level up starting to blow up now because, you know, she's attached to Subtronics and so yeah. like they're gonna get like she's gonna get put on shows and this and I was like, No, 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 no. She like legit is like really, really fucking good. And it sucks when people are gonna like shit on the other person just by association. Yeah. Um But yeah. I mean shit, that's how that works, even our legal system. Guilty by association. I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure he did that thing, man. <laughs> And if, if you're a long-time listener, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> we're going to move right on past that. Um, you, I want to get into a couple of music things um, before before we kind of get out of here and stuff and wrap up. Alice in Wonderland, new album coming out in May. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fantastic. I like her. She was good. Yeah, I uh, her new album is called Loner. Uh, it's going to be a real sad boy album, I feel like. Um, I've heard four tracks off it already, and two other tracks that will most likely be on there but like their ids so yeah. she's played them but we don't know who they what the name is or who they're by we i just assume they're by her since she played them um sounds really good i'm really looking forward to that album i've been listening to a lot of sad boy stuff not just not because i've been sad or anything it's just it comes on and i'm like oh this is a fucking good song yeah just keep listening to shit on repeat no i feel that i have like five mixes i go back and forth between yeah i listen to uh and I'm going to say it both ways that I know how people say it, so I can't get reamed for it's saying good, it. Yeah. XXX 
Tentation. Tentacion. Tentacion. Uh, you can say X. X. Listen yeah. to him on the way home today. It's fucking uh, bad vibes forever. And I was just like, and I usually skip skip him when he comes on because I got a lot of sad stuff by him on my playlist. Also, yeah. he's a but piece I was of like, shit. But... Oh, I 100% agree Words. with that. Sorry. But... R.I.P., but he was a piece of shit. But yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to him. And I was like, oh, that's that's why I have this music on my phone because it is, it is good whenever you want to yeah. listen to it. But yeah. then I immediately skipped... Or like after that went to a very upbeat song, and I was like, "All right, we're not we're not sticking in the sad boy." <laughs> Why even like? Because so Spotify does like mood mixes now, so it's like you have your happy mix, chill mix, sad mix, vibey mix, whatever. A lot of times I lean towards like the chill and the sad mixes just because it's nice to. I mean, I'm when I'm at work, it's a lot of mental shit that I'm fucking do. It's just it's repetitive and shit, so it's nice to have something that kind of calms my mind while I'm working for me I uh when I'm at work I'm like the opposite because I do manual labor stuff um like if I'm walk mowing or whatever yeah um I'm like I need something upbeat to like push me forward yeah. and like get me it's like almost like a, like a workout and so I need to be pushed forward um uh, if I'm like on a mower or whatever podcast that's my way to go typically because I, I just need to be entertained so I don't fall asleep on the mower I've Which done, happens. Uh, yeah, I've, I did that a lot. <laughs> Dude, I was uh, I was mowing intermediate today, and I was, like, fucking falling asleep. Yep. And I, I had my G Fuel with me. And I, there was one point where I was like, dude, you almost fell asleep. Like, you need to, like, just chug this shit. It sucks because it's sour apple flavor. Yeah. And I don't know. That sour apple, it's just a little too sour. And I was like, it was just going down. I was like, it was painful to drink. Um, I, I, like, I remember I was mowing and uh, long-ass fucking lines, whatever. So it takes, you know three, four, five minutes to get one line on some of these fairways because yeah. of how long they are. I, you know, fell asleep at the beginning, woke up right before I hit the rough, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, wow, Riley, your lines are so straight. How'd you do it? And I was like, well, you know, my secret, you know, I don't know if I can reveal that yeah. to the world. Well, I know one of our managers was on the hole next to me, and he saw me asleep. <laughs> And he was just looking at me, shaking his head. And I was like, that's, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, so. Six in the morning, I'm tired. Dude, I'm, I oh mean, I'm so pissed. So, like, one, we, we went back to uh, a 5 a.m. start in the morning. So, for me, I typically get up between 3.30 and 4 in order to get to work on time. And uh, one that sucked because we were getting up uh, an hour later. Um, but going back to 5 a.m., fucking sucks. <laughs> Sucks even more. This Saturday, spring forward. Move those yep. clocks forward, people. Yep. yep. It's going to be darker for longer in the mornings. Uh, it's going to be harder to get up. It just sucks, man. So this is the first time in my life where springing forward is going to be beneficial for me just because of my job. Yeah. And I rely on the sunlight to go fast to deliver and everything. Yeah. When it gets late, my delivery speed gets cut in half because I'm out in country roads, ranches and everything, and it, there's no fucking lights out there. It's yeah. pitch black. So if you're telling me that now, you know, when it's 7 o'clock, it's actually going to be 8 o'clock now instead, and I'm going to have an extra hour of light, yeah, fucking love that. I will now have an extra hour to deliver at the same speed that I've been doing all day. And I'm fast as fuck, boy. Yeah. So, That's fuck. You know, the only thing is though, you may feel a little bit more tired earlier than on the day. I mean, you know, it always takes like a day or two to adjust or whatever. But yeah, the good thing is also I don't start work until later in the day. Yeah, 
halfway through the day realistically but like for me like i i was like oh man i don't have to go to bed earlier just to like get adjusted and stuff but i'm gonna i already feel so tired at seven or eight that i'm like it's gonna get to six i'm gonna be like i'm out i'm done see ya um arizona has it right though man fucking no daylight saving time it's just the same time all throughout the year no moving forward or backwards there's only two or three states that do that right there's there's only it's a small handful right so I think Ari- Arizona's the only one I know of. That it's a state law, and they have certain counties with exceptions in it. Um, but I don't think there's any other state. There may be other counties. Yeah. So very, very super, super small pockets of other places. But, uh, yeah, Arizona, it's a state law that they have no daylight savings time. They don't observe it. Yes, yeah, so there's two United States that There's two it. of them. What's but the there one? are other U.S. What are the territories states? that do it. Yeah. So it's Hawaii... Arizona. Then there's Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, Samoa, and the Mariana Islands. Okay. Uh, but as far as like continental states, Hawaii and Arizona. Okay. Also, sorry to derail the music. I know you said you had more music stuff to talk about. Oh, no, you're all good, man. Uh, I'm just, I'm actually lost. I don't even remember. Music. Oh, uh, yeah, they keep putting more mixes on Apple Music, and I love it. They just need to keep doing that shit, man. Like, I like that I can see. Um, the track list as the DJ I'm listening to is playing the music. I can just look down and be like, wow, what a great song. Um, but uh, that's kind of the other thing. Like, uh, there was a joke set that Valentino Khan and Alice in Wonderland did. They were at this event called Holy Ship where it's kind of like just a long weekend of just a bunch of different DJs playing and yeah. party in Mexico or, or wherever the location is for that year. Uh, I believe this one was in Mexico. Um they Alice in Wonderland and Valentino Khan tweeted out the morning of. I remember seeing the tweet. They're like, "Hey guys, come to like the fucking whatever stage. We're gonna do a impromptu house set." And everyone was like, "Oh, haha, very funny. You guys are gonna do a house set? Sure." Alice in Wonderland doing a house set? No, it's not gonna happen. And they put on a fucking banger of a house set, hour and a half long. So many bangers, so fucking fantastic. And I was like, "Oh, cool, it's a funny thing that they did." But then they recorded it. And then they put it out on SoundCloud and YouTube and everything. And then they put on Apple Music. And I was like, wow, you guys are awesome. I can see the track list and everything. This is nice. More DJs, stop hiding your music. Just you know, just tell us, you know, what you're playing. Because it yeah. lets more exposure to more artists. I put music on our playlist because I learned about new artists from these DJ mixes. I was like, wow, this guy's doing really cool stuff. Let me look at some of his other songs. This is, all of his music's really good. Cool. And you get exposed to new artists that way. Yeah. I've talked about this a lot, but like, yeah. We need to go to a concert soon. Uh, we All have together. some EDM concerts to go to soon. If you guys are interested, uh, I got tickets for Kazo. He's dubstep. You know, punches will probably be thrown at that <coughs> concert. Probably not by me, but other people. Um, that one's exciting. And then R.L. Grime, uh, King Henry, the daddy of trap. We've seen the mommy of trap, Alice in Wonderland. I guess I guess the dad. I guess the daddy. I know me and, me and Brock have one concert planned so far this year. Which one? May, uh, going to see Willie Nelson and Zach Bryan. Oh, yeah. Uh, the goat Zach Bryan. Check him out. Um, his first studio album comes out in May. Willie Nelson's also a right, goat. Let me just throw that out there. Willie Nelson's a legend. Yeah. Right? Like, it's Bucky List him go see, you know, he's, him and Waylon Jennings were the creator of Outlaw Country. Um, so, great to see him, but also just Zach Bryan. His, I think his new album comes out May 25th. Mm-hmm. His first two that came out, he recorded in a, a barn makeshift studio in a barn with his buddies um so released his first single from austin 
fantastic. I think his next single comes out in mid or late March. Uh, I'm excited for that. And then I drunkenly bought tickets for Turnpike Troubadours in May, uh, May 8th, I believe. So I'm going to go see Turnpike Troubadours, which I'm very excited about. But. I'm telling you, man, we'll just go to Oklahoma. We'll go catch him at like just some random bar. There's going to be playing. Dog. Well, they play at, Kane, at Kane's Ballroom is like their spot. Like that's where they came up and they yeah. always go back there. That's okay. what I mean. Let's go. Let's go. If we're going to Oklahoma, you got to go to the Choctaw Casino because they have headliners like every weekend. I, I remember I'm... when I was there, I went there. I was there to going up to Missouri, stopped in Oklahoma to, to see a girl. She was like, hey, I always go to the Choctaw Casino to hang out. And I was like, uh, that's really interesting, but whatever. <laughs> so we pull up and it, big ass banners. It was like the next weekend. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Diplo. I can't Dylan remember, but Francis. there was two big there was two big country artists that were playing. And I was like Lil Nas X. <laughs> Fuck you. But there was there was two big country artists playing and I was like, are they just casually playing at the fucking Chalk Talk Casino? Like what the fuck? And like I looked it up and like that is a regular thing. Like they regularly have like it's pretty big name people just like, show up and play. It's like in Vegas, they have people who have residencies, and so you're like, yeah, you're gonna see Lady Gaga four times a month in Vegas, you know. It's just like, you know, and a bunch of different artists like that. What what part of Oklahoma was that in? So that is pretty close, like to the Texas Oklahoma border. So like, it's like an what an hour or not even like as soon as you cross over to the Oklahoma border, it's oh, it's right there, thirty forty five minutes max an hour. There on 35, the off of 35? Yeah, it's literally right there. Okay. Like, I mean, you have to, like, you're going to drive past it if you keep going north and everything. Yeah. Like, and it's fucking huge. They just renovated it within the past year or two. They added a whole other wing to the casino. Is that, that's not the one that's, the, like, the biggest casino in the world, right? No, no, no. Okay. But they are, they are trying to claim that title because this new wing almost doubled their size. And I think they're planning a, another expansion as well. Oklahoma's just trying to claim all the big shit. They have the biggest weed farm in the yeah. world right now. It's fucking crazy. Dude. Like Oklahoma. Uh, which I I know someone who knows the owner of it. I'm not going to say who. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it off. Yeah. I got to know. Yeah. I got to know. <laughs> but I, yeah, I know someone who is friends with the owner of the largest weed farm in the world. All right, cool, man. I'm going to get there. I'm going yeah. to get those deets. I'm going on a fucking family vacation this year to Oklahoma. Oh, dude, so. that's right. You're going to Broken Arrow, right? Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow, Broken Bow. Broken dude, bow. I was just looking up the dispensary prices at a dispensary in Broken Arrow. Good prices. Broken Bow. Broken that's Bow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not as cool as Broken Arrow. Yeah, the dispensary is Broken Arrow. Tomato. Yeah, you know. Well, no, because I, I think it's like right across. It's like because yeah. someone shot a bow and it hit that place, and they're like, "Oh, this is Arrow." <laughs> <laughs> the world, the bow side, not the Arrow <laughs> yeah. side. Um, but yeah, no, Oklahoma man, they got like dispensaries like on every corner over there, and yeah. they don't even have creative names. Like some of them do. But someone that's just like, uh, what's this place called? It's just called Weed. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, is it like, he has like a full name, like Robert's Pharmacy or something? Like, no, nah, we're just Weed. Get your weed here, man. No, that's, a, uh, I mean, there's a, where I'm working right now, there's a liquor store. It's literally just called Liquor One. <laughs> like, that is the name of it. They're, they know their clientele. is like, yeah. look, oh, look. Uh, off of uh, 1604 and what, O'Connor? Uh, 
there's a liquor store right there where like that you know they just built up that whole area. The liquor too. It's called liquor. Oh shit! Even there simpler. It's original, literally just liquor. They're the original. Liquor. And there's no, it's not like it's not you know an abbreviation for anything. Like there's no like yeah L dot I dot. No, it's just liquor. Dude, I feel like, like we should just open up a a, <laughs> a store. It's called beer. Yeah. Yep. Or uh, imagine a grocery chain just being called food. I was, like, I was like, where is this from? I was like, oh, this is from food. No, call it, call it food and stuff. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, what do you have? <laughs> fucking, have fucking food and stuff. Do you stuff, know how to goddamn read? <laughs> we have food and we have stuff. Get the fuck in here. Get your shit. Get the fuck out. Well, what uh, stuff? I don't know. Fucking find out. Yeah. I learned recently. Do you guys know why 7-Eleven is called 7-Eleven? Uh, yes. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, God. Because those are original business hours. And I had this, so me and I went over over to a buddy's house to play poker. We didn't play poker. We played this game called Smartish, which is a fantastic game. We need to get it. Uh, it's just like it's a, I have Trivial Pursuit. Like That's trivia an actual game. trivia yeah. game. But uh, so one of the things was uh, what uh, a gas chain or whatever convenience store chain is named after their original business hours. And I was like, I think there's only one. I don't think Cir- I don't <laughs> Circle know, K. I don't, I don't think Circle K is or QT. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I could be wrong, but a fucking come and go. Have you guys <laughs> heard of come and go? Yeah, with a K. Come with a K. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what a fucking name yeah. for a grocery store. I'm gonna make a nod to a movie about Seven Eleven. You know, what is it? You may not always be open, but you're always open, f- or you're always ready for business. Or I whatever. think you're what talking about Nine Eleven. No. And I, it's it, it's, it's from the Boondock Saints. It's another reference. It's like we may not always be open, but we're always doing business. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, seven eleven. Yeah, those are the original business hours, and like those are weird business hours. Well, so I just watched like a YouTube video talking about it, and they were saying those are the business hours because they wanted there wasn't a such thing as a convenience store at the time. So they originally were like they. The other store had sold certain niche products, and they slowly expanded. There was a period of time where they were selling ice. Like, that was their whole thing. It was the Southland Ice Company, and it was based out of Fort Worth. And then they were like, well, you know, what if people could also get this, and then they can get this. And literally, some of their, like, workers were the ones who gave them ideas for, like, we can do this, and we can do that. And they slowly built up to be like, we want to have convenience for people to be able to buy eggs at fucking, like, after they get off work. Yeah. Because um, at the time, grocery stores weren't open 24-7 like they are today. So it was a store for your convenience. Holy shit. That's where they get the name from. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's your 7-Eleven fact for the day. You know, come back next week when we have a fact about Circle K. <laughs> um, you guys got anything else before we wrap up here? I do not. I'm, no, I'm, I'm good. Sweet. Well, this has been episode number 35 of Wrist on Tap. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you could please like, comment, share, tell a friend. Uh, if you'd like to listen to the music that we've been listening to, hit up the uh, links at riffsontap.com uh, where you can find links to our socials as well as our playlist. We're also cool music as well as where to find our episodes so you can like it and give us a rating, like five stars and say nice things. Um, but that's it from us. We will, and we will see you guys next week. Bye bye.